The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. And, um, welcome again to Happy Hour. It's great to see you all. Tonight, I, um, I actually had something else entirely in mind, um, but I was moved to want to say a few words because of um, yet another mass school shooting today, uh, which I say with a heavy heart, and I read with a heavy heart. Um, I just want to say a few words that it's easy to be shut down, discouraged about this, um, maddened, saddened. And um, just the invitation to let yourself, if possible, have some um, openness to let the heart be affected. Let the heart be moved without collapsing, without shutting down, as much as feels right for you. You don't have to. And there's plenty of tragedies in the world right now. The invitation isn't to get pulled into them, but to just notice what's happening in your heart center as your mind, your heart, your eyes, your ears contact these things. The practice of metta, the practice of loving kindness, of compassion, is part of letting the world touch us, letting the sufferings and ailments in our own hearts, in our own minds, and in the world touch us in some way. And not just to touch us, but to be fuel, to be fuel for compassion, for kindness, for goodness. And um, even in a certain kind of way, an inspiration for being more compassionate and kinder in my own life, in your own life, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be a one-to-one type of situation, right? So um, I remember um, many years ago, Gil Fromm still tells this story that after the 9-11 tragedy happened, he made the determination to let it affect him in some way. And out of that program, the Sati Center Program for Buddhist Chaplaincy was born. So I offer this as an example, in part because it's impacted my life deeply. I took that program about 10 years after it started and became a professional chaplain but also because our response doesn't have to be a one-to-one with the bad things that happen in the world. It can be in a completely different domain. It can be at a completely different scale. But to allow suffering to our own and others to somehow motivate some kind of wholesome action in response, whatever that is. It's a really powerful thing. And this has a long tradition in early Buddhism. So in our tradition, um, there's a term for this sort of quivering, this natural movement of the heart that happens. And that term is anukampa, the movement of the heart, the movement of caring. Very basic, very simple. 
And it's, it's quite beautiful. It inspires all kinds of wholesome actions. And the one that's talked about the most in the ancient teachings is the action of entering the path of Buddhist practice itself or Dharma practice or any kind of practice. And that it's a fundamental commitment to non-harming. To um, they, they say even there's this little stock phrase of setting aside stick and sword and abiding with considering or practicing for the welfare of all beings. I'm paraphrasing here. But that that movement, it's a personal movement. And part of that movement is um, by action, by demonstration, inspiring and encouraging others not to harm. Preventing harm where possible. So um, I'm not going to dwell on this topic today in the meditation. But I just wanted to say some words about doing our best within our limitations to allow suffering, our own or others, to change us for the better in some way. Not to allow it to have the effect of souring and shutting down. So, the time is coming to transition to meditation. So I'm going to um, shift the security settings Um, you're no longer able to unmute yourself and that is only in case someone comes in a little late accidentally unmuted so for now if you need to chat me you can chat me I might have my eyes closed during the meditation please um, settle back turn off anything distracting buzzes, beeps, blurts otherwise pops up on your screen and um, find a comfortable posture, comfortable with a little bit of alertness. It can help to take a deep breath or two, allowing the eyes to soften perhaps to close. If it feels right to turn away from the screen, you can do that. Feeling into this body, just how it is today, right now. This heart, how it is today, in this moment. Dedicate this meditation to whatever feels most valuable to you. To dedicate it to something bigger than ourselves. And then setting the intention, the resolve. to be present for whatever arises in your experience with as much kindness, as much compassion, 
as possible. Just the intention of kindness. Allowing the mind, the heart, the body to unify into this moment. But tuning, tuning into the sensations in the body, perhaps the sounds in the room. Maybe the pressure. Weight of gravity grounding you on your cushion or chair. Feeling the support, whatever's holding you up. Feeling the support of the earth beneath that. And scanning through the body. Gently noticing any areas of tightness or holding. And inviting them to relax. Noticing pulsing, tingling, vibrating movements. Just allowing the vibrancy and aliveness to come into focus. Settling into whatever anchor of attention, primary object of attention feels most right today. Perhaps the movement of the breath in the abdomen, the chest, settling here, now.
Allowing the attention to ride the sense contacts of breathing, body, sound. Resting with kindness. Now inviting the attention to move to the center of your chest or around your heart, the heart center. Feeling into the sensations and feelings that are there. It's all okay. Whatever's there is welcome. And settling the attention again, setting the intention for friendliness, benevolence, kindness, and calling to mind a being, perhaps a person or any kind of being who inspires you. Someone who's inspired something in you in your life, your actions, your heart. Could be an image, a felt sense of them, even a word or an idea of them. And sending this being gratitude, kindness, good wishes. It can be wordlessly, perhaps on the out-breath. Maybe an imagined gesture or movement of some kind. Or just a feeling.
And if it feels helpful, use words to refine, focus these intentions of gratitude, kindness, friendliness. I'm going to say some words, but please feel free to use your own or to shorten phrases to a single word. To leave them out all together. Be happy. Be well. Safe. Be peaceful. Easeful. And free. Perhaps now and then on an in-breath, noticing how it feels in the body, especially the heart center, to offer these wishes. Happy. Well, safe, peaceful, easeful, free. Staying with the intention of gratitude, kindness, friendliness, appreciation. Let whatever words make sense. Perhaps imagining some kind of response in some way. Seen or unseen.
from time to time, refreshing the intention to send good wishes to this being and allowing for any feelings or no feelings at all to arise, especially noticing if there's any feeling of warmth, appreciation or joy, kindness. Noticing that and appreciating it. Being kind to anything that's there. And now, expanding the well wishes, perhaps zooming back the camera or opening up the intentions to include the person in your seat, both you and this inspiring one. May we be happy. Well, safe. May we be peaceful, easeful, free, or whatever words, creative ways of being fit for you. Allowing the intentions of kindness to ripple through the body. Perhaps radiating through the body as energy from the in and out breath. Or imagining a white light or an energy suffusing through all of your bones, your tissues organs, cells, skin, outward, inclusive of this inspiring being, together radiating kindness.
checking in from time to time, the sensations in the body, the quality of the heart and mind, allowing whatever is arising to be held in awareness. As much kindness or compassion and gratitude as the heart has to offer. Now opening up the attention, the range of these intentions still further. Imagining you with this inspiring being, maybe they're beside you or within you or somewhere around you. Together, sending kindness, compassion, good wishes to anyone the heart and mind feels most drawn to sending kindness, compassion, goodness toward a person or a group. Just letting, without getting caught up in too many ideas about it, letting the kindness and compassion ripple outwards, perhaps like ripples of water, or radiate outwards like light, touching and suffusing and holding these others. Using whatever words, phrases feel most right. free of suffering. Be free of fear.
May you know safety. May you be at peace. Any words or no words? Oh, good wishes, metta, compassion to radiate outward. Now allowing the wishes of kindness, compassion to suffuse through you in all directions, everywhere. Towards any experience that's arising, 
towards any being that happens to be in their path. May all beings be free from harm and causing harm. May all beings be well. May all beings be safe. At ease. At peace. And letting go of any intentions, directions, pointing the intentions, allowing the heart, the mind, the body to rest in the moment, noticing the sensation, feeling present in this heart this mind, this body, in this moment. Thank you all so much for your practice, your presence here. Before we move into any kind of speaking or q and I'll offer an invitation to stay quiet for a moment. And if it feels right, feels okay, the invitation is to turn on your video and take a few minutes, just a moment or two, to send kindness, gratitude, Good wishes to your fellow practitioners in this Zoom room. You don't have to have your video on if you don't want to. But just 
maybe looking through, there's two pages, or a page and a half maybe of it, for many people. I'm taking a moment to send kindness to each child, known or unknown, pictured or unpictured. Also taking a moment to feel into your heart and know that you're receiving those wishes from every other person here. Let that in. Let that feel. Thank you. me now. Um, you have the power to unmute yourselves if you wish. Maybe just um, take one or two moments. If anyone wants to raise their Zoom hand, and I will ask you to raise your Zoom hand if you want to share. You're welcome to share any reflections on the meditation or how you're feeling. Hi, Marianne, please. Thank you for a wonderful talk and meditation. And um, I just wanted to acknowledge that I was uh, said something irritable and grouchy when I didn't realize my mute was, uh, I wasn't muted earlier. That was not respectful. And I apologize. I had no idea who said that. And it doesn't need to be irritable or grouchy anymore. So thank you. Claire, hi. Hi. I just wanted to thank you for what you were sharing and, and how much I appreciate it. Um, I am not a chaplain, but I was had the distinct honor of being part of an American Red Cross team that did grief, grief counseling after 9-11 at the site. And I, I'm a very businesslike, sort of active kind of person. And I, did, I had no friends, no acquaintances who were hurt, injured and thought it just had gone past me. But when I went there and I actually went through the process, it changed me totally. Um, and I'm so, I'm so grateful that that, that happened in my life. Um, and uh, it, it's so important to really be one with, with the rest of the world and, and with others. Um, it's, you know, we all experience these things and uh, to, to understand how the other person feels and, and be with them is, is, is critical, I think, to our health. So, um, it's, it's a powerful reflection. Thank you for sharing just the power that that act of compassion, or it sounds like many acts of compassion over some time, had on you, had on your heart, had on your life. What's impressive, yeah. Yeah. And thank you for what you did as well, what you offered. Mm -hmm. Maybe one more comment, and then um, we move to the next segment. We don't have to do another comment, but... um, Okay, so we are coming to what for many people is a favorite part of happy hour. And that is the invitation, which you do not have to accept, but it's the invitation 
to join a breakout room and have a little bit of just five, six minutes of conversation with some of your Sangha mates here. So um, offer that as a possibility. If you are not feeling social and want to stay on, you can decline the invitation. Just turn your video off and meditate quietly until everyone comes back. So um, I'm about to assign them and just want to invite you to talk about maybe one of two things. One, some kind of orientation to compassion in your own life. What's inspired it? What blocks it? What helps it or hinders it? Or maybe um, someone that you find inspiring, since we spent some time on that today. So either one of those, or if a topic emerges that's different, that's totally fine too. So I'll see you guys in about five or six minutes. So, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I'm curious if anyone has anything they would like to share based on their experience of their conversation, anything that came up for you, or um, anything else about the evening so far. And I think... It's okay to either just sort of wave your hand or unmute since we're now small enough to fit on one page for me. You can also put it in the chat if you prefer. On we were talking in our um small group about appreciating uh, the white light imagery that you use in meditation and how helpful and healing uh, that imagery feels. So thank you for that. Thank you, Nancy. I'm glad it's helpful and it feels healing. Jesse, please. Hi. Yeah, thank you so much for this teaching today. I had a question of a comparison of two Buddhist teachings that come to mind. One is something from monastics where the Buddha was saying that not to gossip, not to talk about news from other cities and things like that on the one hand. And then I've, I've heard actually, I don't remember her name, but there was a specific Buddhist nun who said that paying attention to the to painful news be it national or local, is actually a really powerful practice in terms of what you were describing today, opening the heart and so forth. So I was just wondering if you could maybe clarify your own experience on um, some of those teachings. Sure, sure. So I'm not sure exactly, um, I'm I'm familiar with the teaching not to gossip. Um, I'm not sure of the exact teaching that the teacher you heard was referring to, but I can give a little bit of context about that piece just from my studies, and that is the um, the urge not to gossip is in large part, and I think this is actually really um, poignant now, 
to avoid schisms and divisions in the Sangha. So it's not that we're never supposed to repeat something we've heard. It's that um, the, the invitation, the, the rule, really, is to um, try to encourage people to use speech in a way that's non-harming and non-trivial. So one could argue that a news cycle that focuses completely on the negative actually could be harming as well-intentioned as it often is to cover the difficult things that happen. Um, So to the second point, the nun, and I'm not sure who it was, but I also find it a powerful practice to turn towards the news. And as I mentioned just the other night when teaching somewhere else, as important to not get sucked in. So paying attention to a difficult object, whatever it is, whether it's pain in the knee or pain in the news um, at huger scales, it's only onward leading as long as the mind and heart are able to really meet it and not get completely sucked in and contracted by it and not shut down. So there's an art to pulling back and moving in, to pulling back and moving in, and to allow the heart and mind breaks to uh, refresh themselves. That's been my own experience. If I if I let myself get into a doom-scrolling kind of mode, it's really not helpful to me or anyone around me. So is that helpful, Jesse? Yeah, that's helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we move on? No, that's really helpful to just really see it as more of a practice, right, and that it have boundaries to it. Um, and that it, it does serve a purpose. So thank you for the clarification. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, you said it very well, boundaries to it. So Dave, hi. And thanks, Don, for this. I, I only uh, about an hour before the happy hour that I find out about what happened in Texas. And I, I found it very unsettling. Very, like uh, Matthew Brensilver says, it spins me. The, the weight of it is very disorienting. I, I would, it would come up and I didn't know which way to go or what to do. And your teaching about not having to meet it one to one is really helpful. And I, you know, I don't have to break down in tears or, you know, collapse, but I can be spun in a different direction and, and accept and move with that energy in a different way and let it have it meet it that way. So thank you for that. You're very welcome. Yeah. And it, it does spin us, whether we're shut down or heartbroken or overwhelmed or like one way or another, it spins, right? So can we choose how the spin goes, like the impact it has as it moves through us? Is there some way to do our best to, to allow it to have us be touched in a way that we are more likely to do something beneficial for ourselves or others around us. So thank you for that. We have time for maybe one more or two if they're really short. Any, any other thoughts, questions, comments, even complaints? Complaints are welcome.
in some silence. So friends, we've come to the end. We're very close to the end of happy hour. And um, since we have one or two minutes left, I'm going to leave you with a very short chant that's kind of topical for tonight. I don't think there's time to really teach it to you, but please feel free to play this recording back if you want to learn it. This is called Reflections on Benevolence, and it comes from the Thai forest tradition. And I'm only going to sing the first two verses. May I abide in well-being, in freedom from affliction, in freedom from hostility, in freedom from ill-will, in freedom from anxiety, and may I maintain well-being in myself. May everyone abide in well-being, in freedom from hostility, in freedom from ill-will, in freedom from anxiety, and may they maintain well-being in themselves. So thank you so much for your practice. And um, I wish each and every one of you freedom from affliction, great well-being, freedom from anxiety. May all beings be free from harm and causing harm. May all beings be happy, be safe, and know the highest peace of liberation. Thank you for your practice. Be well.